What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Misguided Misfits podcast. As always, it's your girls, Pimps. And Isis. And honestly, I'm so excited to be able to say that this week was not a depressing-ass week to be a person, okay? You know, the last two weeks, we've had a lot of... Well, I'm not going to lie and say that there wasn't any mass shootings, because there was a shooting... In, um, I'm not 100% sure what city, state it was in, but it was a shooting in the hospital. I think it was Tulsa. Shut up. Tulsa, Oklahoma. What y'all got going on? If it wasn't the, if it wasn't the hospital shooting in Tulsa, some shooting happening. It was, it was like that one. And then it was like another shooting somewhere else that happened. The hospital one and something else. I can't remember. I thought we was going to have a good uh, intro with no depressing ass news, but and I'm not going to say, like, I feel like it was kind of like a John Q moment is what they're trying to say. Like, the dude who went in there and shot up the people was shooting a doctor that he's accused, allegedly, of, like, fucking him up or whatever, whatever, and messing up his back or some shit like that. But I don't my understand. My, I don't understand you coming in, you shoot up all these other folks that ain't got shit to do with whatever the hell you mad about. So, as always, you know, keep everybody in their in your prayers and all of that jazz and that kind of leads me into this crazy ass story that i was reading and it triggered me heavy so uh, according to the and i want news outlets to and i guess they trying to get clickbait or whatever but some of the news outlets kind of pissed me off because the whole premise of america is you innocent until proven guilty so this uh, alleged couple was carjacking people this guy and this pregnant woman the guy it gets away and the police end up shooting this pregnant lady five times in the back and so according to uh, the witnesses that were there on the scene the officer was like hey get on the ground get on the ground you know and but she's a pregnant woman so you know you can't lay on your stomach depending on how far you along you are if you pass your first trimester that shit's a wrap so uh, she's telling them, hey, I can't get on my stomach. And he's like, get on the fucking ground, you know. And she's like, they said they pulled out their weapons or whatever. So she starts backing up from them because shit. I don't understand why police think that when you pull a gun on them, they're going to react rationally. Because honestly, none of us know how we'll feel if somebody pulled a gun on us until somebody do it. So she starts backing away from them. They say she uh, ran three steps. I don't know about you guys, but have you ever ran three steps before? That don't make sense to me. But uh, uh, she was backing away from them somehow, whatever, and they shot her in the back. If you shoot me in the back, that means, like, if I get away, just I got away. And then you try to find me later. It is not your job. Like, when will the police understand it is not your fucking job to uh, be the judge, jury, executioner, all of that shit? Because until the court says I'm guilty, you can't say, oh, well, they were allegedly um, breaking into cars or whatever. And let's just say she was breaking into cars. Sometimes you got to reevaluate the people you with. Because clearly, I'm hoping that the nigga that she was allegedly... Uh, breaking into cars with wasn't her baby daddy because he said <laughs> baby girl you on your own I'm out of here 
And doing a crime with a pregnant person is just retarded. And it's, I guess we don't say retarded. You, you guys know what I mean. I don't mean like whatever. Y'all get what I'm saying. But um, I really think it's dumb because we, like this case, I know I can't run. So we caught and I'm snitching on you. I'm not going to lie. They can be like, we're gonna, you're gonna take your baby. He did it. He lived on 55 East Elm Street. That black house with his mama. Swear for God. But that story just kind of like hit close to home. Uh, I think that she still survived. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't heard anything saying like uh, she didn't make it on it anyway. But just know whatever city or town that was in. She finna sue the fuck out of them. Straight up. But what you how you feel about the case? I feel like I it's it's too much going on. Like it's entirely too much going on. And my thing is if the girl clearly did not have a weapon, I didn't watch the video because I was like, I really I could I just couldn't. I wasn't gonna go there so i didn't watch the video so all i could go on is people's captions of what happened in the video and what people said happened in the video um so if the girl is visibly like has her hands up if this is what's happening in the video the girl is visibly has her hands up whether she is pregnant or she's not pregnant if she has her hands up, and even if she runs at the police, if she doesn't have a weapon, I'm not understanding what was the reason of shooting her yeah, that I think many times. The police officers, they I guess they can't fight no more. Because if I don't have, what happens to subduing the assailant? You know what I'm saying? If they don't got a knife or gun or whatever, you should be able to defend yourself. Or they have tasers. So oh, I'm not understanding why a gun is the first thing that you're pulling out if you visibly see that this girl got her hands up and they got those sticks yeah like or my thing is if you gonna shoot somebody i don't care who you are if somebody shoots you in the leg you're falling you're going down there's no i'm continuing to run Unless I'm running for my life. And even then. Because they... Did they shoot her in the back? Is that what they were saying? They shot her in the back? So I'm not understanding where the threat was for you not only to shoot her, but to shoot her multiple times in the back. Once one of the hits landed, I we did. Because if she was running, I'm not understanding. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I feel like I feel like it's nothing is making sense anymore when it comes to police specifically in these type of situations and it's like y'all don't want to be the bad guys and I understand that not all police officers are like this. Um, it's a few people that you know, I follow on Facebook that I went to school with, and well, I ain't gonna say a few people, but it's a girl that I follow on Facebook. Her husband is a police officer or whatever. Oh no, my little, 
I got my one of my little cousins. I think her husband or fiance is a police officer now too. I think. Anyway, so like I understand not all police officers are like that, but it's this is the situation, and everybody knows if you have ever been in school ever in your life, no matter you black, white, Asian hispanic you have always had that teacher that says one bad apple spoils the bunch Mm -hmm. and at this point it seems like there are so many bad apples burn the whole orchard down at this point it's just like y'all y'all keep saying oh not everybody not everybody not everybody and yeah it's true not everybody but and I understand like the police is like a brotherhood so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like one of them things like Ain't nobody going to tell on somebody that's doing bad. So, but at the same time, it's kind of like as a, as a person of a minority, as a person of color, and you are in this job, you know, it's always other jobs. And you honestly have a responsibility to make sure that you Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like. I feel like you have a responsibility to hold your account counterparts um, accountable. Mm-hmm. Even if that means you ain't going to get that promotion. Even if that means you might lose your job. Mm-hmm. And I understand there are people out here that this is what they wanted to do. Like this is their dream job for them and they want to move up. But once you start letting stuff slide, you have become just as big of the problem as the people that's actually doing the stuff. That's how Young Thug is out here on these RICO charges, okay? He might not have been the one doing all the crimes, but he orchestrating and benefiting from it. And baby, they rolling over on him. The prosecutor says that whatever is it, I don't know, is it YSL or whatever it's called, Mm. They are cooperating with the prosecution, baby. So be careful when you be thinking these folks got your back and you may be making these decisions. Because it's one dude that got uh, out of all them 58 charges. It's one dude I seen up under his name. He at least at least had 10 of them charges out of the 58. He's probably the number one in line telling everybody business. And you mean to tell me I got a bunch of these charges and it's a few of y'all that only got one or two. Oh, I'm telling. Mm-hmm. If if I gotta go down, all y'all gotta go down with me. Mm-hmm. If that make me a snitch, oh well. You better just move move, I guess, cuz but just stop doing that crazy shit. Like stop doing that. Like I don't understand the whole concept of trying to live that life. You gotta hold yourself accountable. You gotta hold your team accountable. Or you're going to end up realizing who who your friends really are. And speaking of realizing who your friends really are, I don't know. And it's, it's bad because for me as a black woman, you never want to be that person that you feel like is bashing another black woman. But sometimes we as people, black, white, whatever the case may be, we got to look in the mirror. And if so, like if some, it's kind of like the whole, if people steady calling you a crackhead, for 20 years and you keep saying oh no ain't nobody finna lie on you for 20 years okay so monique i love monique i really did you know i was super happy to see her 
win that Oscar because you know it made it feel like we won. You know what I mean? And and ever since then, you really felt like you started feeling like your shit don't stink. And if you cannot take criticism, if you are not, um, and I'm not saying you let somebody fucking play you, because you know me, I'm I'm all about speaking my truth. But at the same time, there's a place and a time for that. And you got to make sure you're directing your anger as a person that it needs to be directed at. So if you guys haven't heard, um, you know, Monique was blackballed for like a decade after whenever Precious came out, um, she uh, was kind of smelling herself a little bit. And they were saying that she became difficult to work with. She was asking for a lot of more money, which I ain't mad about the money tip because, you know, when you win an Oscar or whatever, whatever, that kind of boosts your, your value or whatever. But people were saying she was hard to work with. She was kind of getting blackballed in the community. And then um, she was in tour with Lee Daniels, Oprah. I, I can't remember. It was another name. Tyler Perry. It was Tyler Perry. That was the main three. Yeah, so she into it with all these people. And for real, for real, when you think about it, especially in black television, these three people got the game on lock. So if you want to get into it, you kind of got to sniff a little, you know what I'm saying? So uh, eventually she started, you know, talking about what was going on and saying that they was blackballing her, blah, blah, blah. And they did say, like, they came out and apologized, whatever, whatever. Let's yeah. be clear. Lee Daniels came out and apologized publicly. Okay, so oh, first off, <laughs> we already know Oprah ain't saying shit. She ain't. She what don't call her best friend Bicker on TV together right. about anything. So Oprah don't give a fuck. Okay, I've been saying she gets into it with her best friend. So and so now, fast forward to twenty twenty two. You know, all these people are trying to start giving her opportunity because, you know, they like, okay, look, it's been long enough. Let's kind of see what's going on. Let's give her a, a chance. So fast forward, we got uh, 50 Cent has put her on um, Race and Canaan, so she's going to be on that. I did see a commercial of her on something else. I can't remember what show, another show that they was trying to put on. So, you know, everybody knows Monique from, like, the Queens of Comedy, and all some with some more and all these other women or whatever. Which think about how long ago that was. And I can't. It's to me. It's kind of like you be like, oh, I got the best pie in the United States from night. Uh, I won the thing in 1998. Well, shit, 1998 was a long time ago. So it's probably somebody else that ain't got a better fucking pie than me. So she gets on the stage with D.L. Hughley. So according to Monique. There was something, some issue with the contract saying that her contract says that she was supposed to be the headliner and Blase Skippy Skippy, but then they made D.L. Hughley the headliner. And she goes on her set and was talking about this man, talking about his family, his wife, all of this shit. I don't think I saw, I didn't see a moment of her really doing any stand up from the clips that I seen. Did she tell a joke? If you guys. We're there. You heard it. A joke. Let me know. Or whatever. So, you know, she went on stage and she was doing all of this, like, uh, calling him gay and all kind of shit. And my thing is, at the end of the day, regardless of what happened behind the scenes, you know how motherfucking pissed I would be if I paid money to go see Monique and B.L. Hugh? Because when you think about them two together, me personally, I'm not a big D.L. Hughley fan in terms of his 
comedy style. But in terms of like how popular they both are, that's a big ticket to get. That's like me going to see Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? On a low on a lower scale, let's be real. But um I was about to say you mean like Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle. Shit, no, even Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle, them tickets would be high. I know, but you said lower scale. That's like, oh, okay. But yeah. let me let me not do that because Cat Williams is very much so funny and people still do be going to see Cat Williams, so I ain't gonna do that. Netflix special, I don't know. But we that's a that's a conversation for another day. But I just really don't like the idea of how she handles her business. Because to me, it's not a good look. If I go to a fucking comedy concert, I wanna go to a comedy concert. I don't give a fuck about your contract. I don't give a fuck about if you ain't get paid the day before or whatever. And they said she came in with this laundry list of uh, demands on what she wanted in her dressing room. Girl, this your first time doing a stand-up in years. Like, girl, you honestly, I'm not saying that your reputation don't hold some kind of standard, but you still got to prove yourself. So you coming up in here doing all this shit or whatever, and then D.L. Hughley had the receipts. So really, you mad at him, and he not even the one that's writing the check. You got to be mad at the person that's writing the check. You did all that shit for no reason, embarrassing yourself. And don't stop your bag before it comes. Let's be real. Like, you got all these opportunities that's happening to you. Sometimes you got to uh learn how to be quiet. Because a lot of times we let our mouth fucking stop checks and stop blessings. So sometimes shut the fuck up and do your job. And then when you get off over it, get your lawyers involved and do that shit behind the scenes. That's how you win. You don't win by going on stage talking about this man and his family and all of this. No. I just feel like it was a bad look and it, and it was embarrassing. And there, I think that there needs to be some character development. And I know she already well into her 50s. Um, but you can still have room for constructive criticism and you still have a, a space to grow. Because, girl, everybody ain't lying on you. So something, something going on with your mental. And you know they was trying to say allegedly she was exhibiting some crackhead behavior. Allegedly. But I ain't going to speak on that because I don't know. Hopefully she get her shit together because I really want to see her win. But how that made you feel? Um. So I think it's not excusing anything that she did on stage because, yeah, she, she did probably go a little bit too far. But people, I think, first of all, Everybody know how Monique is. Even before she got married to the man that she with now, the man that she was with before, who was the father of her twins, I think. Because I think she only got twins, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. But she acted the same way with that man. When Monique was on her specials, her comedy specials, Monique has a very vulgar mouth. And she don't care what she say. And I think people forget that. Because Monique was the same woman that was going on stage saying skinny bitches are evil. <laughs> so why her actions 
are su- like surprising everybody is what I'm not saying that like, like what I'm not understanding. I'm not saying that it, it makes it right, but that's like Wendy Williams. Yeah. Like, yes, what she does and what how she talks about people on her show, does that make it right? No. Is maybe it might be karma of all the stuff that she's going through now? Yes. But this was the same Wendy Williams years ago now over 20 years ago when she was just on radio before she even had her show when she was on radio she was talking about people and y'all was eating that shit up that's how Wendy Williams got her show now that's been on for damn near 20 seasons so I'm not saying what Monique did makes it right cause yeah you, you went too far but this is who this woman is. She the same woman that went and talked about folks with a bonnet. She the same woman that talks about, like, this is nothing new. And I feel like, again, not excusing her actions, but, you know, some of this, a lot of this stuff she probably brought on herself. But at the same time, when you feel like people have done you wrong, you are different. And you act different and you move different. Do it make it right? No. But that's like if some bitch out on the street did you wrong, guess what? And we as women, we be trying to act like we so above everything and we don't care about what people say and this ain't going to affect me. When we hold grudges like nobody else, Mm. women will hold a grudge. That's why a lot of women don't get along with each other. Cause we, you do one thing that we don't like, we's gonna hold a grudge. Men are way better at letting stuff go. They could be friends, they could be fucking the same bitch, and they be cool the next week. Women, on the other hand, we gonna hold grudges and we move differently. I don't care what nobody say. No, I don't care what no woman say. Don't be uh uh, that ain't me. Yes, you do. It's that one girl at your job that you don't like because she said one thing wrong that you ain't like and you ain't never going to fuck with that bitch. I don't know who that bitch thinks she is. She was in the break room the other day eating and that bitch, I can't stand that bitch. She just looked at me wrong. Like, again, I'm not excusing her actions because these people didn't come to see you talk about whatever you got going on behind the scenes. But, you know, it is what it is. She is who she is. Please stop fucking with Monique because y'all know how she is. (laughs) Not as far as, like, business, but, like, when it comes to, like, certain stuff, like, don't play with her emotions. Don't play about – she don't play about her man. I was watching um, another podcast, and they were talking about this situation, and they was – I don't know if it's true or not because this is what the information they gathered, but they were saying, like, Monique had went on the D.L. Hughley radio show and not D.L. Hughley himself, but whatever other person he be having there, they play like a game of like this or that or whatever. And a girl asked her, would you rather your husband have sex with Lee Daniels with or without a condom or it was some type of other sexual, it was like a sexual this or that thing, but it was like, would you rather your husband be sleeping with a man type of thing. What kind of fucking inappropriate ass shit is that? So, okay. And it's 
Oh, and yes, no, it was not DL Hughley, and apparently. This is something that they do on the D.L. Hughley show. I don't listen to D.L. Hughley radio show like that, but apparently this is something that they do. But everybody knows that Monique don't play about her husband. Now, and first of all, that's not a question that you ask about really? somebody's man, period. Right. But especially not Monique. Okay? This woman don't play about her husband. She gonna tell all their business. But guess what? You ain't gonna say shit about their business. She don't. Everybody knows this. She goes to bat for her husband. Like any other woman would for their husband. Okay? So, and I think they were saying, like, that might also be a reason why she went up there and went on that rap, even though it wasn't D.L. Hughley that asked her the question, it was whoever this girl was, but D.L., you knew at some point this girl was, this. you can't tell me this ain't so showing you, you know, this girl gonna ask these questions, True. these type of questions. And, for you, and it, with your name on this radio show, you should be like, hey, nah, you know, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't be asking that, that type of this or that question. And again, that might be the reason why Monique went up there and completely went off because the whole issue with the who was going to be headlining and going last in the show was like icing on cake, even though it, that ain't D.L. Hughley's fault. But like I said, as women, we all know somebody say one slick thing, it don't matter what it is. Anything dealing with them, y'all don't fuck with it, so... I want her to win. I like Monique. She is very entertaining to me. Um, just like y'all give grace for everybody else. I feel like, hey, give us some grace. But you know who don't need no damn grace? And who ain't had no money in a couple years? Amber motherfucking her, baby. So, you know, we've been covering this case loosely for the last couple weeks. And, um, I don't remember what day it was, but earlier this week, the jury did side with Johnny. But it was kind of weird. So, like, the uh, the case was, like, I guess Johnny was, like, the plaintiff. So, the original case was him defamation against her, and she countersued, saying he was defamating her as well. So, Do Johnny won the entire, like, the main case, right? Then Amber won her countersuit. So what ends up happening is Amber has to pay Johnny. And I've seen different stories. Some people are saying 10, 10 million, excuse me, or some people are saying 15 million. And then Johnny has to pay her 2 million, which really kind of cancels out this bitch run me my check. So if you Google Amber Heard's um, net worth, and we'll pause for a second while you do it. Okay, that's a good pause. She's only worth about two point five million dollars. So whether it's the ten million or the fifteen million, Amber don't got it. And I'm not saying that I'm happy that she finna be broke. Yes, I am. I am saying that because let's be real. Johnny lost a hundred million dollars just off not being able to do that Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Personally, I honestly don't care that she finna be broke. 
Because nine times out of ten, she's going to find a way to weasel herself out of having to pay. She's going to file bankruptcy or whatever, whatever. But $10 million is nothing compared to the hundreds of millions of dollars that he lost from the Pirates of the Caribbean, from the uh, Fantastic Beasts, any other people that were trying to work with him. Like, that's a lot. And I'm still mad, and I know I keep talking about it, but I'm still mad about that Fantastic Beast movie to this day. So I really feel like justice was served. I do think they both, if they're not already, need to get some counseling because they clearly both got something going on mentally. But I wish them both the best, hopefully. I already know that this is not the last that we're going to hear about it, but I wish it was. She already didn't appeal the decision. Oh, girl, just... My thing is, is that some of that stuff that they were saying, I didn't watch the trial, but just the clippings and snippets and stuff, like, was stuff that, like, why would he make that up? And people be making stuff up. She shits in his bed. And it's like, some of the, the way that she was acting up there on the stand was like, she girl we saw her do a bump on the stand bro what allegedly so i'm just like and it's i feel like um we as women we have very much so a privilege when we are um going up against men Mm. with certain with certain things um certain things People are very, um, they'll believe a woman mm-hmm. about a situation before they believe a man. And it's it's just, it's a thing. It's another thing in society that maybe that we probably shouldn't do because it causes more harm than good in a lot of situations. But it is what it is. But when it comes to character of women, when they going up against men, I feel like usually people believe women a lot more. And for you, all these weeks that they have been in trial for you to lose is like, and again, I didn't watch the trial, so I don't know what all evidence that they came up with, but some some of the stuff got to be true. And we're not just saying it's all on her because this is just a defamation case. We don't know what all went in the, in tapping why they was married, but some of this stuff got to be true. Also, she had a really horrible lawyer. Yeah, Johnny's she- Depp's team was like the lady Amber Heard's lawyer couldn't say anything without Johnny Depp's objection. team being like objection, speculation, like. Even the lawyer, like Johnny Depp's lawyer, the lady, like at one point, it was a clip of her rolling her eyes every time the lady was talking, the other lawyer was talking. I was like, what is happening? Bro, she like, she fresh out of law school. Bro, they eating candy and shit. They got, you know, they was like, her lawyer said something about they're over there eating candy. Like, damn, bitch, we can't eat candy. (laughs) In a minute, we want a little snack. Like, hold on. Bro. But, but she she can't even afford another trial. She needs to chill. My thing is at this point, sis, y'all was in court for a really long time. You would have thought that they was 
in court because somebody got killed or something mm. or like we just talking about defamation which is very like it's a serious thing because this man lost millions and millions of dollars and his reputation was tarnished and it's probably going to be tarnished forever but because people going to believe what they want to believe even though he won people still going to believe what they want to believe but it's like just let it go. Just let it go. Like literally say, I just want this to be over. I'm I'm tired of going through this with Johnny, but here you are. You ain't got nothing else going for you. It's because she really thought in her mind that she was gonna win and that she wasn't gonna have to pay that man that money. Bruh. Because I feel like the only reason why he put it up that high is because he knew she couldn't pay. And to prove a point. Bruh, she can't even pay a million. Bruh. She out here struggling. But, man, speaking of people who you think are struggling, I want somebody, anybody, to just pull T.I. and his family. I don't know what they got going on mentally, whatever going on with them, but I'm tired of them. And they always be in the news for some stupid shit. So she got his son at a Waffle House. And this is T.I.'s son. Is this King? I think this is King. Mm -hmm. He at a Waffle House. And I don't even understand what provoked this rant. Maybe his waffle wasn't coming out fast enough or whatever. I think I seen somebody say somewhere, I think it was a TikTok video about something because he didn't have pickles on his sandwich or something. It was something about pickles. And you know how them folks is about pickles at damn Waffle House. Girl, you know how they is about them pickles when you don't have them. And I be like, they pickles. Like, what is happening? And for anybody that doesn't know, Isis and myself both used to work at Waffle House. I promise to God I would have fucking went off on him. I don't give a fuck if you T.I. son. Because you can, he talking about you want to be me and you broke ass. Like, bruh, really, you broke. Your daddy got money. What you doing? Nothing. Like, I promise. But in that Waffle House at the graduation. Bruh, and don't don't give me don't don't get me wrong. Waffle House sometimes be hidden, depending on what you get. Bruh, I just graduated. If I'm just graduating from high school, Waffle House is not my first stop that I'm at. That's true too. Cause nigga, I'm going to Ruth Chris. I'm going somewhere. No, my daddy's dying. Facts. But you at Waffle House and you think that that make you feel like a big man to go to somebody's place of employment. And let's just say they didn't put the pickles on there. Or, you know, a lot of people don't know that when you calling out your orders or whatever, some of the shit that be on your plate is what tells the cook what to cook. So, like, if the pickles on the sandwich, you know what I mean? That may mean it come on Texas. So, like, if the jelly at the top, it mean this. You know what I mean? It's a lot of shit that go on when they're calling the ticket out that they mark on your plate, right? I don't remember all the shit because it's been a minute since I worked at Waffle House. But that's the, the, the shit. And let's just say they didn't put something on there or they put something on there that, excuse me, um, hey, can I get some pickles? And the bitch probably give you a damn bowl of pickles if you ask. Nobody gives a fuck about T.I. son. I don't even care if T.I. in there. Because we've had plenty of celebrities come in our store. My dad had Channing Tatum. I'm so mad I wasn't there that day. I'm still mad to this day. Channing Tatum came to Waffle House or whatever and was super nice and cool. We had a comedian come up in there and tip real well. She regular people be in there tipping hundreds of dollars or whatever, whatever. But when you, first off, rule number one, don't fuck with nobody that fucks with your food. 
bro, because I don't care how much, because Waffle House is an open kitchen for anybody that has never been in a Waffle House. It's an open kitchen. They have a bar that you can sit at. You can watch people make your food all day, but, pe- but people that's been working at Waffle House long enough are n- dirty, nasty, Bruh. and they know a way. I'm Us. not going to say that I've seen somebody drop a steak on the floor and cook it. I'm not saying I saw that. But you can put two and two together, okay? I'm not saying that the chili was old from three days and they gave it to somebody. I'm not saying that. But you could put two and two together. Also, I don't... <sighs> I know people pay their money and they want their stuff how they want their stuff. I get it. But we are talking about Waffle House. Facts. And and it, people that ain't never been to a Waffle House knows about Waffle, like have heard about Waffle House. And people go in Waffle House and be thinking this is a five-star experience with five-star quality food. And it just be like, bruh, it's eggs and bacon. Like, go home and cook. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's some very, like, not good service out there in the world. And they be at Waffle House because Waffle House, some of them will take anybody with a post. So that lets you know the type of quality people that be at some of these Waffle Houses. So I can understand. But you know when you step foot at a Waffle House, you is either endangering your life or you about to get the best cheese eggs in your life. Facts. So it's like, bruh, also, we don't care, like, you're just T.I.'s son. Like, we don't, when the last time T.I. came out with a song, he's trying to be a comedian now. Like, <laughs> he trying to raise his kid, like, his some of his kid. No, he King is, like, really the only one that I see that want to be a thug so bad. He want to be like T.I. so bad. He want to be thugged out. I came from the streets. When you didn't. Like you don't know nothing about no streets at all. Like you think people supposed to respect you because of why? Facts. You think people supposed to give give a crap about who you are because of why? Especially with your mom and daddy reputation. Mm. Don't nobody care because you T.I. son. We we really don't. Your daddy was just out here in the news for talking about he asked a doctor, was your sister's hymen intact, sir? Bruh, he was arrested for having cocaine. All kind of shit. Bruh, I'm surprised he graduated from high school, if I'm being real. Like, let's just... Ugh. Also, like you were saying, anybody that has worked at a Waffle House, especially at a popular location, you have famous people coming in there all the time. And don't get me wrong, like, when when you see famous people, yeah, you're going to be excited, but at the same time, this is my job, bro. You finna be up out of here in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And not every, not all these famous people tip well. Facts. Let's just get, let's go ahead and put it out there. Some of them do, some of them don't. I think the ones that don't really live in the South and don't really get to Waffle Houses that often, they probably tip well. But these folks... It be it feel like the richer the person is, the less they be tipping. Bruh. And these folks that live in these places that have Waffle Houses everywhere, I feel like 
they don't be tipping well because they feel like it ain't worth it. But take your ass home. If you got so much money, mm. why you at Waffle House? And I'm trying to tell y'all these people, and especially now we in a still we still in a pandemic, so you don't know how clean, how safe anybody is. So always be nice to people that cook your food. Don't cuss the people out at McDonald's before you get your food. I especially at McDonald's, I still don't see why them folks be cussing folks out at McDonald's. But baby, I didn't see some things, heard some stories. First of all, when I seen that lady throw that blender at that lady face <laughs> in that video, because she threw some food back out. Bro, I promise you, and I'm not, I'm gonna tell y'all a crazy story. So I used to work at Waffle House, and for me, just because I work at Waffle House, because we've had times where this, I had a mother be like, this is why you go to college. I'm like, uh, lady, I got a whole college degree. Don't get it twisted. And I was making more money than I make right now. I was making more money as a server at Waffle House. So don't get these server jobs twisted. These girls making bank. So I had this, this table one time. I'll never forget this shit. And it was all these girls, like, these hoes let's be real and um they like can we get plastic silverware and plastic cups so whenever that shit happen i already know you finna get on my motherfucking nerves so um i get them the plastic silverware whatever the girl and i don't know if it was on purpose or by accident but somehow she drops her cup on the ground spills ice everywhere Drink ice everywhere. So I get a mop. Right? This lady looks me in the windows to my soul and says, don't you think you should be using a, a broom? So I, I pause for a second like, so you want me to use a broom to sweep to to sweep up this liquid and ice, huh? Is that what you want me to do? So I says, no. So she's like, you must be an idiot. She going off bruh next thing I knew I thought it was going to be a brawl at the Waffle House the manager locked me in the commissary and so if you guys don't know what the commissary is that's basically where they keep all the extra food that's not on the floor they locked me in the commissary because I was finna beat this bitch ass I'm not even gonna lie to you I would have lost my job that day or whatever then she, she goes and they get her another server they doing all this or whatever they eventually let me out because I still got other tables so I'm doing all this and so she Another girl, she tips her five dollars. Like, here you go, girl. Like, try to make it like a show or whatever. I'm like, bitch, I don't care about your five dollars. Like, if you don't get up out of this store, oh my god. So it's crazy how people feel like they can come into your job and number one, make you feel like your job ain't they job better than your job. Because at the end of the day, a job is better than not having a job. And don't get it these times, right. And the cooks making hella money at Waffle Houses, I know. Bruh, yeah. Especially and, now. Especially yeah. since we they going up on their pay. And my husband, that's how we met each other, was at Waffle House. And he was what they call a rock star cook. Like the top, the highest you can get in terms of the cooking ability or whatever. And we had people in there. He was making like 17 some dollars. No, he might have been making like $14, 15 an hour. This was like years ago and then you got tips then they get money based off the sales yeah Both. they get they get their regular hourly pay they get 
uh, bonuses off of the sales for their shift that they work. And then they get tips from people. Bro, and when I tell you, Ro used to be having, especially them old racist white folk, they were like, I don't only want Monroe to cook my food. And then they were giving them $20 for for a steak dinner or some shit. I was like, he used to come out of there making more tips than me. I'm like, sir, you finna have to run them tips because nah, that ain't right. So you got to be careful when you come to these people's places thinking that you this, that you this and you that. Because at the end of the day, we all bleed the same. And you'll fuck around and get your ass whooped at a Waffle House. Because I've seen it plenty of times. Bro. They be going in there, messing with them folks at these places. And Waffle House hire a lot of felons. (laughs) Yes, they absolutely do. Because Waffle House is like one of the only jobs where they don't, I don't think they do background checks, do they? No, no, I don't think so. But because we had a felon, he was a cook, and that nigga used to be fighting folks every day. I'm not even playing. I'm not joking. Because people be coming, and this is, we have really gotten off to a tangent, but people <laughs> come in Waffle House so disrespectful sometimes. It's absolutely ridiculous the way that people be coming in there and be going off. And it be like, and it be, and what I don't get is, it's always the same person that comes in there, always had an issue, but you keep coming back. Right, stop coming in here. When you live in the South, it's Waffle Houses every freaking well. You could go to a Waffle, you could drive to one Waffle House and 10 minutes later get to another one. If if not even 10 minutes. Right, five. So it's like, bruh, if you feel this so strongly about this one store, you, you can always go to another one. If you feel this strongly about Waffle House in general, guess what? You can go to IHOP. You can go. I don't think it's no Denny's there, but Denny's here. It's huddle houses in some places in the south. Mm-hmm. It's House of Pancake, yeah, Pancake House, the House of Pancake. It's so many other breakfast and places you can go in Atlanta. Like, but it's not that deep. Be nice to your server, tip your server. We sorry because that really just hit home for me because we both used to work there, and I understand how difficult it can be. I done been called a nigga at a Waffle House working. So it's all kind of shit that be happening. And you never know. Somebody might be on their last straw and fuck around and, and do something Bruh. to you. Especially if you're going there in the morning time or if you're going there at night. The evening shift don't be that bad. I mean, the, the middle of the day shift don't be that bad. But morning and night, oof. You it see, be a struggle. Bro, I've seen a lady literally doing cocaine in the bathroom at Waffle House. At six o'clock. Well, no, what time the shift starts? Seven. Or seven. Seven o'clock in the morning. God damn. But I guess some people be down bad. And speaking of people who be down bad, I don't know if y'all heard. This is the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. So you know it's prom season right now. So we got all the seniors, juniors, whatever, whatever going on prom. And there was an incident with this seamstress where. She was uh, commissioned to make a dress for this girl. And before we even got to, like, the climax of the story, the family was having issues financially, paying the deposit. And this goes for all business owners. All money ain't good money. Sometimes it's okay to say, hey, I don't think I'm going to be the right person to do whatever job for you. And that's cool. 
So they was already giving a lot of red flags or whatever. So a week before the the prom, she's like, please, we don't have nobody else or whatever. They sent her the deposit. The day of prom, the girl didn't come to the fitting. It's all kinds of shit going on with the dress. Everything's going wrong. And she was like, well, I can't give you guys the dress. And this is the day of prom. I can't give you guys the dress until you pay the balance. They like, oh man, I really don't have it. But how about I give you some collateral to hold on to that's valuable and then after prom I pay the money and then get my collateral back. So the collateral that this uh, mother had for the seamstress was her mother's motherfucking ashes, bruh. And sometimes you gotta use some common sense. If somebody is bold enough to leave their mother's ashes for collateral for a fucking prom dress, they crazy. <laughs> for real, you gotta be a psycho. I'm not gonna get my mama's ashes as collateral for a prom dress. So if you guys wondering, well, did she go back and get the mother's ashes and pay the, the, the remaining balance? Hell no, she didn't. Because she was crazy from the beginning. <laughs> so now I'm looking up. I didn't lost my time. Lost my energy. <laughs> Ain't got the money. And I got your mama's ashes. <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you do with the ashes at this point? Honestly, I think she should have just took an L when the lady said she couldn't pay and just gave the girl the dress and just took oh. it as an L. No, you don't get a girl the dress. Fuck well, up. my thing is, is because it's a custom-made dress. Like, it's custom to that girl body. Like, you can't sell that to nobody. Bro, I don't care. That's I like when you, cause you can't sell it to nobody unless they have the exact same measurements as this girl. I don't care nothing about that. I would have not. I, honestly, when they first was doing that whole not coming to the fittings, not paying the deposit, that was a red flag from jump. I was about to say, yeah, the first sign would have been the lady talking about she couldn't pay the deposit. And sometimes you can check your daughter to Davis Bridal or go. They had a little shop in the mall in Chicago where everybody from prom and seemed like got their dress and they had a little $100. Bruh, don't play. You can get a dress from JCPenney. I think JCPenney still put their prom dresses oh, out. Oh, yep. Yep. And finesse it and make it look like something. Exactly. But girl, now I'm just stuck with your mama's ashes. Then you don't want to be an asshole and like throw the lady ashes out. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I probably she should have just said, she should have just been like, nah. Because like you said, if she was bold enough to give you her mama's ashes, she's not coming back. <laughs> she could have gave you anything. But the ashes, she ain't coming back. She went to her house, grabbed these ashes, took the time it took to get to wherever your location was. And at none of those points did she think, maybe I shouldn't use my mother's ashes as collateral. No, she don't care about life. But she could have gave she could have gave you her purse with everything in it. Cause it's a it's a it's real hard to try to replace everything. Bruh, your I anything. But my mom, I'd be like, I need your wallet. Facts. But then she would have known that the good had money in her shit. And, and people need to stop doing shit like this. Stop doing scamming, especially scamming these small-ass businesses like this. Because at the end of the day, you be wondering why shit keep happening to you, why bad shit keep happening to you, 
And it's because you out here doing fucked up shit to people. Also, this goes to a whole nother level of I'm not a parent. I ain't got no kids. I ain't never I ain't never had to raise nobody's kids or none of that. But I don't know what's wrong with some of y'all parents to it. And I get it. I absolutely get it. I understand people don't be having the money. I absolutely understand. But unless you just really thought that your child wasn't finna graduate or wasn't finna make it out of high school, you've had all year. You had four. all school year. You you've had four years, first of all. For, for four years, first of all. So yeah, like any person's senior year of college of high school you have fees that you have to pay for everything so I'm not understanding why these parents don't be ha- like I don't, I don't understand and I that's coming from a place of a, somebody that has a single mother who she had help from my grandmother but at the end of the day my grandma was going to help, but at the end of the day, I was my mother's child, and this is the decision that she made. So my mom was going was to be the one that's going to have to come up with the money for stuff, okay? So I don't understand. I really don't, because my mama ain't, we ain't, we, we lower middle class, okay? So I, these parents, I don't know. Y'all need to do better. And I just want to say that her mother is rolling over. And you can't say rolling over in her grave because she cremated. But she is shaking up in that little tube right now. Got me at the... You know how old black folks is. Man. Got me up at these folks' house sitting up in this... You know what? You still there? Yeah. Okay, it like cut out real bad. Um, It's just wild. But I really want to transition into something that's even crazier. So this is a story that I seen on social media where this wife was asking for advice on what she should do with one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. So the wife is, um, I don't know if she's a homemaker or if she has a regular job or whatever the case may be. But she's not a homemaker. Yeah, what they call it. (laughs) She a stay at home mom or a stay, but she may not have kids. She might just be like a lady. I know, kids. like a, a stay at home wife or stay at home girlfriend, but Whatever. a homemaker. You went back to nineteen forty two. Anyway, y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. So I don't know if she stays at home or if she goes to work or whatever. So her husband comes home. She's cooked dinner for him. Got dinner ready, and he's like, "Yo, I don't want this shit. I want some fish soup." And the wife is like, well, you know, I can't really make fish soup this last minute. I don't have all the ingredients. I can make it tomorrow. He proceeds to pull out his cellular device, put it on speaker and call a young lady and say, hey, baby, I need some fish soup. Um, Can you make that happen for me? She's like, oh, my God, yes, I'm going to go to the store right now. And um, get the ingredients for the fish soup. You can head over to the house, baby. I'll see you in a bit. Now, mind you, remember I told you it's on speaker. He proceeds to go, put his clothes on, then leave to go eat fish soup at this other bitch house. 
So the wife is like, oh my God, what should I do? Um, was I wrong for not cooking the fish soup? Like, how do I fix this? And y'all, I'm looking at the damn computer screen like, you gots to be fucking shitting me. Because don't get me wrong, there has been times where maybe I'll cook something or my husband will cook something that I don't like or whatever the case may be. And we'd be like, hey, let's go get something else or whatever, whatever. But for you not only to be cheating on your spouse, but for you to be bold enough to call her on the phone, on speakerphone in front of your wife. And then the wife got the nerve to be asking, what should I do? What should you do? <laughs> you need to get out of here. <laughs> that man don't love you he don't even respect you cause damn at least respect me enough to not cheat in my face you know what for real this sounds like uh, when you listen to um, people who are like Nigerian or like Indian people where they come from, the culture of the man is um, the head of the household, so he has all the say, like that type of, yeah. um, you know, when it comes to like marriage and stuff like that. That's kind of what this sounds like, especially talk about fish soup, because I don't know what fish soup is. I ain't never had that before, but that sounds like a, a different type of culture's thing. Um, but that's kind of what that sounds like. They're of like maybe African descent, Indian descent, you know, any of those ethnicities or, um, that, uh, have that type of upbringing where the man is the everything and he has to say so. Um, and so that's why I feel like for us, you will be like, girl, what you mean? What you should do? Leave him. But for them, it's different because, you know, they don't be leaving their husbands. Like, they basically grow up their whole lives to get a husband. Like, everything that they do is in preparation of having a husband. So, right. you be wondering why your fish soup tastes funny. You know hey, saying? but that's. I'm just thrown off by the fish soup. <laughs> was shit, really... so let's act like that shit probably tastes delicious. It probably does, but I just never have heard of that. Um, so in my mind, what I'm thinking about what fish soup is, it's like mm, I don't know if I would want that. But nah, that could nah, nah, nah. We ain't. Mm -mm. We we ain't doing that. And I have done a many of dumb things, but that right there is like the ultimate. Like, mm -mm. yeah, that's wild to me. And we gotta make sure that we respecting ourselves when it comes to certain situations, cause girl. But you know, different different type of cultures. That's remember that show, uh, traveling gypsies or whatever they used to come on. Never, I know what you're talking about, but I never years ago, bro. It be people out here that still, and yeah, and it does. Uh, I have said before, I don't know if on this podcast, but 
to each his own. We don't know what works in somebody else's marriage. So if it worked for you, who am I to say? Because uh, what worked for my marriage may not work for somebody else's. So um, I don't know. Just mm, I don't know. His 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 soup will taste a little funny to me. I might use toilet water. I don't know. I, but it's the fact that he was bold enough to do that, which means he's done that before. Mm-hmm. This isn't like behavior that's like new. And then he gaslighting you enough to make you feel like it was your fault for not cooking the the, the fucking soup. Then my thing is, nigga, if you wanted some goddamn fish soup, you could have told me that shit whenever you felt like you really wanted some fish soup. Because you, it sounded like to me you really just wanted to go over to the other bitch house. That's what, yeah, I was about to say, it really just sounded like he just wanted to be with the other girl. Because, you know, I always ask my husband, or he'll ask me throughout the day, like, hey, this is what he'll say. He'll say, what are we doing for supper? And I'd be like, well, for dinner, we're having blah, blah, skippy, skippy. So, and this First is- of all, we ain't gonna skip over the fact that you talk about that man accent and the way that he say dinner. <laughs> Bro, he definitely say sup. Man, I Let him be great. He can't help it because he lived in the South his whole life. Because he is country, but I love every bit of it. But he's to this day, he don't give a fuck what I'm talking about. He's saying supper ready. And I'm also like, that's is very much so older people language from the south. So you know, he falls in that range. And but I'm so ready for supper right now, I'm telling you, my stomach is growling. And I don't know, I just feel like to each his own, whatever works for your marriage works for your marriage. And some things to keep certain things off social media. Because now, if I'm your friend, every time I look at him, I'm going to be like, fish motherfucking soup. Every time I look at him, huh? I'll be like, girl, what you on the internet asking about what you need to do? What? <laughs> I be looking crazy like a fool. If you want to yeah. be a fool, you can be a fool in silence. Don't be letting the whole world know. That, that part, that's, that's the truth. Be a fool by yourself on your own. Don't drag me into the shit. But I think that we have laughed enough for you guys today. So it's time for my favorite part of the episode. Your favorite part of the episode is the motherfucking Misfit Minute. The Misfit Minute. As always, thank you guys for um, listening to the podcast. Like we said a few weeks ago, Facebook has officially taken off podcasts, which is going to take a major hit for our numbers. So if you guys are listening to this, Make sure that you share the links from Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to your podcast. Make sure you guys are following us. You're sharing to your uh, social media so we can make sure that we get all of our misfits um, to listen to the episodes. We take a lot of time and energy and uh, put a lot of love into the episodes. So we really want you guys to be able to have access to them. If you guys want any merch, make sure you guys go to bedrockcosmetics.com, hit the Miss Got a Misfits merch link, and shop to your heart's content. Also, like I told you guys before, in a couple weeks, I will be in Chicago. So listen, any family members that are listening to this podcast, if you can hear my voice right now, pretty please, just please order from the registry. Um, the registry link is on my Facebook page. It's also in the family page. It's in the description box, please, because I am flying by myself. I do not want to have to be responsible for a lot of stuff. Please. 
listen, Linda, order from the registry. You ain't got to worry about shipping. You don't got to worry about what we need. Everything we need is on the registry, okay? And if you guys want to support Bear Rock Cosmetics, make sure you guys are following us on social media, Bear Rock Cosmetics, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that jazz. Um, you can use code BearRock30. That's exclusive for our misfits on the website. And that's all I got. Um, and as always, <clears throat> you can follow, excuse me, uh, Lavish by the Bundle on Instagram and Facebook. Um, like I said before, there is some rebranding going on, so the website is not up. But if you do have any questions, you can always DM, um, DM us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can always send an email to lavishbythebundle at gmail.com. All right. Well, we love you guys. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.